Welcome to Decom Divas with Jana, and I have a very special guest. In fact, if this guest didn't exist, neither would this podcast. Hi, Dad. Hi. Hi, Jana. It's Hi. really very nice to be here tonight. Thank you. Yay. What along. is your first name? My name is Andy. Yay. Well, so it is Andrew. Why do you go by Andy? Uh, that's who I've always been. That's who my mom named me. That's how my mom named me. And so yeah. when someone says Andrew, I don't think they're talking to me. It's do you think that's Andy. too professional or too fuddy-duddy? I don't believe that I look, sound, or act like an Andrew. You yeah, only here. There's only one thing to call me. I think it's Andy, unless you want to call me Drewski, which <laughs> yeah. nobody does. You can't. Well, didn't you? You always wanted to go by Drew or Drewski growing up, but that just didn't happen because you can't force a nickname. You cannot force a nickname. That's yeah. excellent. I'm glad that you know that. Because, <laughs> I do. Uh, it's taken me 59 years to learn that you can't. <laughs> Wait, so uh, I, I apologize that I didn't schedule this episode to come out on your birthday because it, you are almost 59 at this point. Uh, yeah, how do you, um, I guess we'll kind of get into it. It's, it's interesting that you, so this podcast generally, and I'm not trying to age you or anything like that, but uh, it, it, it the guests are uh, somewhere around the 90s, 2000s babies, and you are not, but you were having children at that point. You had two children, both of which have been on this podcast, and you've been on this podcast before. Yeah, what? what's your opinion of the 90s and 2000s? Well, I missed a tremendous amount of the 90s because yeah. uh, I was um, a dad to you. Yeah, and I was sorry also about a, that. I kind of took up your time. And uh, every, every memory I have of you in the 90s is fantastic. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I only remember... Uh, things that you and your sister were into. I don't think I had any personal hobbies that I was able to uh, endeavor during the 90s and early 2000s because it was all pretty much being um, um, being a dad mm. and a husband. So all I do remember is uh, America's Next Top Model, Disney Channel, <laughs> even Stevens, um, Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, hey! Wow! Yeah. I'm surprised you remember that one. So... Do you resent or regret not having consumed more pop culture during that time, or do you not give a fuck? Not at all. I enjoyed every moment we got to spend together, and uh -huh. I, I actually I actually think about w wishing I could go back to some of those times because, as you as you will find out in life, um, it sounds and seems hard when you're in it, but looking back on it, I only have fantastic memories uh -huh. of you and sister. So you're glad you had children. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's great. It's, no, it's, it's, it's fun being out on our own after all these years, but it was, those were great times, the nineties. Uh, but again, uh, the nineties for me were all about you guys and, and selling peaches and tomatoes. Oh yes. Wait, so you, you do sell canned fruit for a living and that's what you've been doing since you were earlier than my age, since you were 23 or something like that. Yeah, I started that in 1987, so I think Jeez. I'm in my 30s. Hey, yeah, do you know what happened years. that year? Uh, in 1987? Yeah. You know who was born? Uh, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Uh, Hillary Duff was probably yes. good born that, that's That year is important for me for that reason alone. And, uh, yeah, you, your, uh, your career started in the late 80s. Uh, do you remember what you wore and what your hair looked like on your first day of work? Yeah, I do. It's uh, very the important. 80s, the, the, the late 80s and most of the 90s were pleated pants. 
and ah um, oh my and, god yeah the the styles were brighter yeah. uh, brighter and hair was a little bit fluffier it wasn't yeah. so tamped down with uh, hair mousse yeah. so yeah uh and um pleated pants kind of big puffy stuff almost like the guy on um on um talking heads kind of a suit like that if you can imagine i could not picture the guy on talking heads and what he wears but i will look up yeah. what he wears immediately after this but yeah it, it was david byrne in a big a big oversized suit so um no no one that you know would understand <laughs> that but they'll look it well, up now. well did you look like the first the person i think of when you describe that is um like jerry seinfeld on seinfeld did you look like that did you dress like that a little bit. I think Jerry okay. Seinfeld with red with red hair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait. So you. Uh, I mean, you have red hair now. You've always had red hair, um, and you've had various degrees of featheredness and length. Mm -hmm. uh, when? What do you think? Uh, when you think back on your hair phases, what do you think? Well, I think it. Um, it was. I. I hung in there. Uh, we. <laughs> were, we. I. I've. I've uh, always enjoyed fashion. And I, Wait, I would really? say that, I, I didn't yeah, know that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would say that the late 80s and early 90s were more pastels. Yeah. And and prints. And um, and it was colorful. When I look back, I uh, I think I think I'm not embarrassed by anything I wore back then. Be, maybe yeah. maybe if you if you link if you reach back into the 70s. Yeah. Now, th now that wasn't great stuff. That was uh, velour and terry cloth. <laughs> but but the 80s. And, and 90s were, I think, pretty stylish. And yeah. we held it together, me and your mom. Yeah, sure yeah you guys are very stylish. In fact, I, I it's interesting. When I look back at pictures of you guys during the 80s, I am kind of surprised because <laughs> your shorts were a little short. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So that, <laughs> and that's, that's not something you would wear now, right? Oh, never. So that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> but um, the Fab Five came along. Yes. in probably 1989 and they showed us how to wear bigger shorts and so okay. as, as bigger soon, and longer shorts oh oh yeah as soon as we saw those we switched out of our um of our tidies yeah oh, absolutely. <laughs> so you're the world's youngest boomer how old yes, is the oldest correct. of you wait you're literally and i'm not saying this to like age shame you or anything because we're extremely grateful to have you but <laughs> You are the oldest person who's ever been on this podcast. And I say that in an endearing way. Um, what do you have to say for your generation, your boomers? Well, uh, just like you. What do you have know. to say for uh, older, uh, middle-aged white men? Well, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for all middle-aged white men. <laughs> on behalf my, of you. With the exception of like 17 of my good friends, I don't like middle-aged white men because no. uh, they're entitled and they are impatient and a little bit grumpy. So I prefer, <laughs> I prefer, I, I would prefer to um, have people be a little bit more humble and grateful. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, I will say that I'm the very end of the baby boomer. Yeah. Right. So it ranges from post-war. So let's call it 1946, 47, all the way to 1964. And that's a Which big is the year big... he was born. Yeah. Yeah. So just like you, I don't like it that I'm, I'm considered part of this huge generation of millions and millions of people, but I, I don't feel like I'm the same as, as my older brothers and sisters. I think we're night and day. I think they should have split that generation in half, but it's too late for that. Yeah. Well, do you, do you find yourself relating more to Jen? 
X. My mom, um, X generation, you and my, so my parents are born a year apart, but they're two different generations if you're really technical about it. Mm -hmm. uh, the person I relate most to in my, in the whole world is you. So I would say there's For real? you. Oh my God, thanks. There, yeah, there's you and then there's me and then there's the rest of the world. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah, we're not for everyone. Not everybody yeah. understands us. And most people feel like, hey, you guys are a little bit too informal and uh, crazy minded to fit into this conventional world. But here we are. We're still at it, right? We're bookends of a big uh, 30 year gap. Uh, yeah, we'll make it true. we'll be just fine mm -hmm. we do have a lot in common in fact uh i i do i think if anyone in this entire world i think the person i most like is you so thanks yeah. for that um oh okay so i gotta ask you what your opinion of disney channel was i watched it a lot and therefore you did because when you're a parent you kind of have to watch what your kids watch what was your opinions on it well yeah you're right about that is that i learned um, really early in your in your life that mm -hmm. if i wanted to hang out with you and i yeah. and if i wanted to have something to in common with you i had to really watch your shows yeah and sorry about involved, that and be involved in your hobbies mm -hmm. so it was it was no problem those disney movies were were fun <laughs> enjoyed them all some of them felt like i was watching the same movie over again with yeah. the same lesson yeah. um i i i thought there's a lot of um there's a lot of the same type of struggles there's a tremendous amount of eye rolling <laughs> by, by young people in every yeah. single one of those movies. None more than the movie you just made me watch. <laughs> watch Tiger Cruise. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed them and I thought it was, I thought it was a great thing to have is that's what my, my daughter, my daughters wanted to watch was Disney. It's better than the kids wanting to watch Simpsons. Or, yeah. uh, or or The Sopranos or 24, right? <laughs> Are there so, a lot of kids who wanted to watch The Sopranos? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I've learned that most of my friends struggled with trying to keep their kids away from that kind of TV, violence yeah. and, and uh, sexual content and, yes. and irreverence. And my kids were getting good lessons because every one of those yeah. Disney shows has a good lesson in it about, mm -hmm. about you know, um, addiction or about ignoring your family or, or getting too caught up in work or, uh, or, or getting hung up on, on peer pressure. So it's always, always a great message in the end. Although, as I mentioned, you have to put up with a lot of angst and eye rolling yeah. for the first hour and a half. Yeah, it's a lot of that. Does it hurt mm -hmm. your feelings as a parent to see a kid eye rolling? Or did uh, you ever, do you recall your, your children doing that to you? Um, uh, you guys, you guys, um, would you say we're well-behaved? This is kind of yeah, a loaded question. Tell us yeah, your experience of being yeah, a parent to two daughters. <laughs> you guys were, you guys were fantastic. There Thank was, you. there was, you know, half a year where you were struggling yeah. with, with it, it being able to pay attention. And as a result, you were acting out in different ways. Yeah. Sorry about as that. I feel bad. <laughs> but yeah. no, that was mostly just me worrying about you. Uh, and then, and then your sister went a little quiet for a few years, but, um, but while she went quiet, you went loud. So it, yeah. the house, the house experienced the same type of volume. Yeah. So, but when I look back, I can't think of, I really can't think of anything other than fun. I wish we could Aww. go back and, and have a reunion year where we all get back together yeah. and, and uh, have another celebration of, of our lives together. 
Well, what's it, and we don't need to make this too deep, but yeah, go wherever you want with it. Is it weird to see your children turn into adults? It's wonderful to Aww. see my children turn into adults. It's wonderful. Um, uh, our host on this call, all of you, just bought a house. I and, did. Oh, yeah. I bought, I and, just, uh, announcement. I am yeah. a homeowner. Yeah, I just bought a a place uh, and I uh, my goal was to do that uh, before I turned 30 and I did so I'm very proud of myself if right. I am allowed to say such a thing I, I think you are it's wonderful to see thank that you. it's wonderful see to see you in in your chosen art thank I, you I, as as, as um, I think people know that you're in a lot of different shows which I, I am your thank sister you. is also a landowner and also yes. very very talented so now um, although I miss some of the fun of your childhood it's really fun and awesome to see you grow up and it's kind of like uh, uh, less father and daughter and more of just fun friends these yeah. days so I think this is just a wonderful other phase of our lives together I think yeah which brings me to my next question uh this is a little out of order sorry listeners but um where are you from originally from tell your story well, I'm from Muskegon, Michigan, but yes. my pe but my people, my yes. ancestors, are mostly from Germany and Austria. Hell the, yeah! The, yeah, the Germans came over in let's say the 20s, mm -hmm. and the I Irish part of my family, as you can imagine, came mm -hmm. over during the Great Hunger. Yes, right around the 18 something. Yeah, 1851 or so. Mm -hmm. So. But mostly we're Germans, Jana. Yes, I uh, know. I, from our 23andMe yeah. results, I realized that even though he is a redhead, he is mostly German, mm -hmm. not Irish. Yeah. Uh, our family is, I would say, 80%, 75% German. Yeah. And and luckily, we got out of there. I was going to say, please take note that we were out of there in the 20s, not the 30s. So don't assume anything about us, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Your, <laughs> your great-grandfather, he got us to America in the 20s. And then, uh, and so, and then my parents were Chicago area people that moved to Michigan, which is where I was born. Yes. And then we moved to California when I was nine. And, which was the year what? Uh, 1972, we yes. moved uh, to Southern California. And then in 1982, I moved to Northern California. Yeah. And then in, in 19, 1994, you were born yeah. in, in Pleasanton, California. So you went from the Midwest to SoCal to NorCal. How do you feel about all those three places? Uh, Michigan was uh, cool. Um, and <laughs> cool literally fun. and like cool, figuratively. Cool and fun. Southern California was fantastic, which I yeah. still enjoy going to. The yes. Bay Area for college and mm -hmm. early, early young adulthood was great. But mm -hmm. now we're in Sacramento, which I'll call it the Central Valley. It's a wonderful mm -hmm. place to be. But yeah. I like, I like, uh, my, you know, my favorite thing would be um, to be able to be NorCal and SoCal, which yeah. is what I am now. Um, which I, is the I, dream. Yeah, the same dream. here. I love NorCal and I appreciated it more once I moved to Southern California because it's got a certain, uh, I don't want to shit on SoCal that much, but I, I don't know. I think uh, NorCal is a little more refined in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And uh, SoCal's got its benefits too. But I, I love both. And I'm glad that I can kind of live in both because I visit my parents all the time. But I did want to circle back because this podcast is for 
Uh, and a lot of people who uh, are involved in it, who are interviewed, who are part of the show are nerds, but you did football in high school. Therefore, you were popular, right? Is that how it works? No, no. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that the formula? Uh, yeah, um, I don't think so. I, I don't, I, <laughs> but you did I, do I'm, band for one year. Yeah, I know that that uh, that helped. You don't you like know, to talk about know, that. No, I, <laughs> I was in I was in the band at the same time I was in football, but I also was on the baseball team and the wrestling team. Yes, and a, and a few other fun things. So, so this yes. movie of yours, this movie. Oh of yes! Yours, Before we get to that, I need to know what are your opinions on Disney Channel shows that you observe secondhand as a father of someone who was obsessed with Disney Channel. Uh, all, all fantastic. All yes, did you good, have any favorites? Messages. Um, well, let's see. My favorite um, uh, Disney Channel movie, and you can edit this out if this isn't a Disney Channel. You can say whatever you want. If he is, says something from Nick, that's okay. If he says something from Cartoon Network, he says something totally irrelevant. He's just allowed to say whatever he wants. Raise your voice. Oh, hey! Oh, my God. That's actually been brought up a few times. The Hillary Duff movie. What did you like did. about it? Um, I like that she struggled through um, some things and yeah. she found and she found herself in all of that. Um, there's also a, a Hillary Duff one that was like like it was a Cinderella type of a Cinderella show. story. Yeah, that was she did a pretty good job on that one. Yeah, wait. So you, um, I know you, on the last episode you were on, you said you really liked Hillary Duff, but um, you <laughs> you were forced to sit through two of her concerts and listen to a lot of her music. Probably not something you thought you would have to do in your life. You spent a lot more time uh, consuming Hillary Duff media than you thought what did you think overall well, um, not time wasted right hopefully no no certainly it was a it was a good experience uh, yeah i did not i did not realize that i would be outnumbered by um so many moms and daughters daughters and moms it was just me and one other dad her her stuff was okay it was pretty good good enough let's say yeah. it wasn't bruce, it wasn't bruce springsteen but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know i have i've seen worse yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we went. So um, now I guess we'll get to the movie. Uh, so, Dad, we are reviewing Tiger Cruise today. Which the reason why I wanted to record or choose you for this podcast is because it is a daddy daughter film, and I thought, what better person to have than you? So this movie came out on August six, two thousand four. Dad, what do you think you were doing that day? Two thousand four. I was in uh, Elk Grove, California. Mm -hmm. So we were probably just trying to build a pool and put in a lawn. And I was probably just hanging out with you guys. Yeah. At the house. yeah. You had just turned 40. I had, yeah, 40. You're right, 40. Yeah. So that was a good year, it. yeah? No? Yeah, I was, I was probably just sitting there with my feathery hair and pleated <laughs> pants, um, uh, hoping hoping to trade those in for some um, something um, more straight. So uh, those were good times. I do remember very clearly uh, 9-11 and the disaster. Oh, yeah. So and, this movie is uh, oh, yeah. like came out in 2004, but it's set in 9-11 times, which like I found myself talking a lot about on this podcast more than I anticipated because a lot of these movies were uh, filmed uh, around that time. So, yeah, you remember that pretty vividly. I remember it, too, because I was like six or seven when it happened. But what about you? Yeah, obviously you did. Well, um, as soon as I saw, they flashed the date up there. As soon as I saw that, I knew what this movie was going to be about. Yeah, it was uh, a movie, I would think, for the children of uh, parents in the military who felt conflicted about their parents maybe not being around enough. Mm -hmm. um, 
and uh, I thought it was interesting. I think uh, it's interesting. I don't think there was a ton to this plot. I actually felt like it was very much building up to nine eleven. And yeah, same here. I didn't. Re- I've seen this movie before. I didn't remember that it was about nine eleven. But yes, as soon as I saw the date, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I think I know where this is headed. So I guess we'll get into the movie. Let's get into Tiger Cruise. So this movie stars Hayden Panettiere as Maddie. Do you have any uh, sort of uh, memories or uh, did you know anything about her? Well, I know did she's you recognize in a, her? Of course I did. She, she was uh, in later a movie, I think, or a show called Nashville. And then yeah. she was also... She was also one of those, she might have been in yes. something called Heroes. She right? was in Heroes. She played the cheerleader. Yeah, she uh, was a big star, like teen star, kind of like of the ilk of Hilary Duff when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. She was in Bring It On, the third one. I don't think you would remember that, but the cheerleading movies. Uh, and she dated the guy who played Jess from Gilmore Girls. Do you remember him? I do. Bad boy. Um, I, yeah, I... I... I also, I, as soon as I saw this little kid in that show, I mm-hmm. thought, well, there she's got a connection to that kid. And then I learned afterwards that that's her little brother who yes. tragically died of <gasps> some sort of heart failure. Wait, this, are you serious? Yeah, he died on February 23rd of this year. Um, are you from, serious? Uh, from, he had a heart defection of some sort. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, yeah. my God. I had no idea he died. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, my but God, I, he died a month ago. I am so Okay, this episode is uh, dedicated to Jansen Panettiere. I was going to say, he was a YouTuber back in the day, in the early-ish days of, uh, yeah, so um, that's horrible. Wait, what did he die of? Some sort of heart defect. Um, He had a congenital heart failure of some Aerotic sort. Aortic yeah. valve complications from mm-hmm. an enlarged heart. Oh, my God. I knew from the time that movie started, I looked at their relationship on screen, and I thought, well, that's... They have a relationship, a special relationship. Uh, and that's the kid that was eating bowls and bowls of ice cream from the dog yeah. machine, which I thought was funny. From the what machine? The dog machine. What's and that? It, it was called the dog machine because when you when you, when you you turn on the lever to a um, soft serve, it looks like dog poop because it was chocolate <laughs> ice cream. It looks like dog poop. So it's called the dog machine. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that kid is eating nothing but ice cream the whole time. And it's pretty funny. I yeah, bit. that is. I mean, that would be a benefit to being on that kind of ship. Is that? It, well, I mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, hmm. Your father was in the military, but before you were born, am I correct? That's correct. He was in World War Two in the in the South Pacific. Okay, but not so you wouldn't consider yourself a military brat because that wasn't during the time where you, yeah, that you'd never had to deal with any of this kind of stuff. Everyone, everyone from the baby boomer era had probably a father that was drafted into the military for World War II. Most able-bodied young men in the 40s went to war. Back to the movie. Yes. Um, I I liked the message. I think that a lot of the kids visiting that ship were wondering, what's this all for? What is, are you guys really important? And then they realized throughout the movie, oh my gosh, um, dad brother you guys are doing a very important thing which is keeping our country free and safe in in yeah. in a very a very i mean 2001 september 11 2001 was the the worst feeling ever it's the worst time the worst moment i can remember in my life absolutely how that felt when those planes crashed into the twin towers and the pentagon just an awful helpless feeling 
Yeah, that was, uh, and, and I was like seven at the time. That was pretty crazy. I don't think you can really understand how crazy it was. In fact, I kind of feel like my childhood was overtaken by war because there was always, that was kind of like ever present. And I kind of, uh, not that I'm like jealous of other kids who didn't have to experience that, but I don't know. I feel like when you grow up, like when war was going on, you kind of like think that's normal. But um, yeah, I think uh There's a lot of movies, like Disney Channel movies that I've reviewed, where there was like a present... Cadet Kelly is another example, a Hilary Duff one, where her uh, stepfather was in the uh, military, and that was a big part of it. And I think that was also a movie made for kids who had parents in the military, so that you can respect your parents a little more, especially if you were kind of resentful about them being gone. And that's mm -hmm. like the ever-present message in this, is that Hayden Panettiere's character, her dad is in the Navy... And so a lot of it's set in San Diego, which I didn't remember. So that was cool. But um, yeah, she's pretty pissed that her dad isn't there. Is what? So were her parents together, and he just was like gone all the time? Yeah, he was deployed in in the Gulf War, and he was deployed, you know, in the Pacific, and he was gone a lot. And she didn't understand. You know, she just kept saying, "You got to quit." What? You know, what's the purpose of this? And then she realizes throughout the film is that, oh, my gosh, the purpose of my father, who is a um, uh, a peer and a counselor to many young men on that ship is was hugely important. And so she came around. Mm -hmm. But but he also came around to understanding that he also has a job as a family man and yeah. a father. So it was actually good. Uh, you don't love everybody and their and everybody's attitude in that film, but Peyton did yeah. a nice job, and the person who played her dad, yeah, whom I whom I feel like he's he, been in a few of these Disney yeah. movies. Yeah, what was um, his he, name? He did a good job too. He he, uh, Tiger. Bill Harmon maybe. Yeah, Bill yeah, Harmon? I think so. Okay, so Bill Pullman, Bill Pullman, he hmm. is in While You Were Sleeping. Oh wait, yeah, he's the guy who Sandra Bullock ends up with. Have you seen hmm. that movie? I've seen the movie. I don't remember. I don't okay. remember him. He was though, in Spaceballs, and he was in Sleepless in Seattle. Also, don't remember him from that. He was in Casper. Okay, so uh, you know, maybe I was a little young to appreciate his talents as an actor. Um, no, that was a, a compelling story. I don't feel like there's many other of these movies. In fact, I think this is the first one that was really like a father-daughter um, movie. Because a lot of times the dad is dead in these movies. Or the dad, the parents are divorced and he's not really part of the picture. So uh, I thought this was interesting. I do appreciate that Disney Channel likes to uh, recognize alternative parental relationships. Mm -hmm. Well, you can see that it does fit a narrative of Disney where there there's a separation of some sort because yeah. they're gone so much. Uh, what I didn't, well, I, I'm not sure if a question is coming, like what's your least favorite character? <laughs> no, I thank you for anticipating that. Yeah. Who was your but least? My least favorite is the dad who makes fun of his son for being a cook on a, yeah. a ship. And he, that guy's all over the place. Um, I didn't appreciate that, that you couldn't get, um, that he was making that little sense. No dad would be like that. And yeah. he was the troublemaker and he was the Patriot at the same time. So his character was written, um, could have been written better. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I liked the job that the 
brother did the guy that had the young kid with the drumsticks oh yeah there was this guy who drummed a lot who came yeah, and he was yeah. a bit of a rebel and he wore a hat at some point they're like yeah to take off your hat and he's like i'm not gonna take off my hat and then his hat flew off the ship and then he started to understand how things were mm -hmm. and his brother was in the military and that was kind of like he didn't same thing as he didn't understand why his brother would join it mm -hmm. yeah I, and that's the that's the theme of almost every one of those kids is yeah. um yeah they didn't understand and they didn't appreciate but then there was one young girl who yeah. overappreciated mm -hmm. and was too gung ho, and and she was so gung ho she was a little bit irritating. But um, but Tina, it was nice to have it. Yeah, Tina. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wait, I gotta bring this up because I I actually wanted to ask you about this. So Hayden Panettiere does have a younger sibling who maybe you recognize is um, Jeanette McCurdy, aka Sam from My Carly. Did you remember her from that one scene she was in, in the beginning? Okay, so I I read I know Sam from iCarly yes. really well because I think Sam from iCarly is one of the best. Yes, she um, is one of the best. Um, only rivaled by Shia LaBeouf uh, in even Stevens <laughs> yeah. or Beans or Beans, but Beans. I, I did not I did not know that was the same person. Um, so um, I didn't I didn't make that connection. But now that you mention it, that's funny that you should say that. The the jerk dad that makes fun of his own son for being a cook. I've seen him a lot in in, in other things. And, yeah, I um, have too. And uh, I didn't like his character again because it was he flip flopped his attitude flip flopped yeah. a lot. He was all over the place. Yeah, he. This was. Yeah, I guess I I, I mean honestly, like this movie doesn't have a ton of plot. It's kind of like they get on the ship. The kids don't really understand what's going on, and they're kind of resentful of their family members. Not all of them, but a lot of them of, uh, yeah, you've been really absent in my life. And then they understand that this is a job that uh, like requires a lot of your attention and dedication, and maybe uh, it isn't totally in their control of how involved they are in their family's lives. And so, uh, and then 9-11 happened, and then everything's kind of fucked. Um, but in the end, <laughs> they do. Okay, this... Maybe, I don't know if it's a little irreverent to say, but they have the, they are on the ship and they pull out that giant American flag that they do at like uh, basketball games. And then it's, uh, it reminded me of, at, when I was a kid, they used to do this thing at gymnastic where they have this rainbow parachute and then you, you do this mm -hmm. and then somebody sits on top of it and you bounce the kid on top of it. Did you ever, do you know what I'm talking about? I, I do. I do. Um, I I thought that the American flag thing was a very good part of the movie. It was um, it was important. You know, I got the message that they were going to turn around and go and go, you go know, patriotic go, on our ass. Yeah, 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 and go enforce our will yeah. on those who are trying to harm us. I thought that was uh, that was good stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. I okay, so I have to say I'm not the most patriotic person, and I wouldn't say I don't want to get too controversial here. I I'm not. I do. What I will say is that. I understand that people have to, ha like, the military has to exist, and therefore people who have to have jobs in the military, you don't always get a choice of how much you're involved in your family's life when you do that, and so I think this was a good movie for telling that story. Yeah, I think so, too, and, it, and you, you touched on another good point, that there's all these different jobs on an aircraft carrier. There's there's food preparation, there's there's um air traffic control there's all this kind of stuff so it rem it reminded me that an aircraft carrier is like a city it's got yeah. so many people in it, and it and as as a city it requires all these different responsibilities and not everybody's going to fly that plane or drive the ship but there's so much to be done um so one of the things that is absolutely unbelievable which 
in hindsight, I'm sure they would like to clean that up is that the kids were able to roam all over that ship. And that, that even in those days, that would not have been possible for them yeah. to sneak away and or get lost on the ship. It just wouldn't happen. There's no way, uh, yeah. no way, not, not in a military ship, but that was a little bothersome, but yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to be nitpicky because. Yeah. Maybe not everything was super realistic, but Yeah. That was kind of the movie. What are your What are your thoughts, Dad? It's a It's a movie that um, I'm glad they made it. Yeah. And um, and I did like that the daughter and the and the the assistant commander came around to realizing each other's points. So that was yeah. that's a good thing. Not just seeing it the dad's way, but seeing it the daughter's way too. So good stuff there. Yep. Yeah, Worth I while. agree. Worth my time. I I really appreciate that it was both ways. It wasn't just like, yeah, you know what, Dad? It's okay that you were gone a lot because, like, you're protecting our country. I like that he was like, yeah, I kind of feel like I should be around more. And, okay, this movie made me appreciate that my dad wasn't in the military and I got to see him a lot. And I remember being friends with people who did have dads in the military and they're like, yeah, I haven't seen my dad in seven months. I am so glad that wasn't my life. So thanks for not being in the military. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because uh, this made me feel a little bit better because you you won't remember as much as I do is is my my work kept me on the road quite a bit for two and three and four days at a time. And so I felt like I missed a lot of important things. Um, I could never coach. I could only referee. I was a cheer dad and yes, I was, was a wrestling He was the only coach. cheer dad. So, yeah, yeah. But for the most part, um, mom, your mom did all the important stuff because I had to travel and um, but man that travel my travel compared to that guy's travel yeah. uh, vast, vastly different so I felt a little better I didn't you feel because I, I felt I felt guilty for being away and I wish I could have that time back but you know way uh, this guy had it way way harder than I did so uh, who am I to cry about that I uh, no, my dad was very involved in my life. In fact, more so than I think a lot of dads, because he did. Uh, so you know, when you're a young girl, you're involved in a lot of stupid young girl drama that I think most dads don't involve themselves in. But I would like you to tell a story if you remember. <laughs> this is very dumb, but do you remember the fabric story? I do. I do. Did you tell it? Yeah. Well. Um, I, you had told me that. And so I, um, so this was girl, I, I was really good friends with her. We had a falling out in middle school and she had given, we, when we were friends, we took a sewing class together and she had given me a bunch of fabric that was left over. And then when we became not friends anymore, she accused me and told everybody that I stole a bunch of her fabric. So here's what my dad did. So I took, I gathered that fabric and I brought it over to her house and I, I knocked on the door and I saw her mom who, who said, uh, oh, hey. And, and I <laughs> said, hey, I just wanted to bring this back. I think your daughter's under the false pretense that these are like stolen or something. So here you go. And she said, well, yeah, I heard about that. Do you think we ought to get involved and try and, you know, work this out? And I said, nah, that's okay. <laughs> You're like, this is too far gone. <laughs> too far gone. Eh. Your daughter's not that great. So, uh, <laughs> you you wanted to say that, but you didn't. And I I, I motioned it with my head and said, "Hey, well, uh, let's uh, um, see you soon." And so I left. Yeah. See was, you never. It, it, yeah, yeah. Do you think your life would have been different uh, dealing with girl drama? I don't know if you uh, ha feel like you had to do that a lot or not very often, but your life would have been different had you had sons. What do you think? 
Uh, there's, 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 it's not even a conversation we can have because I didn't have sons. I had yeah. daughters and I wouldn't trade that for Aww. the world. So, um, I, d I never envisioned that it would be me and two daughters, but I wouldn't trade one day for anything. And so eh, other people have sons and they break stuff and they, <laughs> and they, and they smell and, um, and they, um, at some point, um, grow up to be bigger than their dad. Uh, yeah. and that'll never happen with you two. Nope. So, um, yep. Yep. So no, no, every, everything was great. Everything about it. Um, I wouldn't trade for a second. So no, I didn't miss anything. Absolutely not. No Yay. way. Um, so transition from uh, having daughters to having daughters who wear clothes. Uh, mm -hmm. so there was some fashion in this film. Not much. Is there anything you noticed? Not one thing. This is <laughs> a very than, unremarkably fashionable uh, movie. Yeah, other than the, the military. So unfortunately for you, mm -hmm. since this was a military show, it was it was mostly overtaken by military wear. And yeah. I can't I can't think of any one thing that um anyone was wearing on that thing um that, that would be something <laughs> that would uh, jump out at me. me in the very least. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Sorry. I That's mean, okay. was there? Was there? Did I miss something? Uh, okay, so the only thing I noticed is, uh, so this is supposed to be set in 2001, which I thought it was a little too 2004-y for me. Like, I, mm. I think they didn't, this was filmed three years ahead of what it was supposed to be. I thought they didn't reflect back enough. She, Hayden Panettiere wore three different colored velour uh, hoodies. Uh, did you take note of that or no? <laughs> I doubt I did. it. I did not. Um, I did not. Uh, I thought Hayden Panettiere uh, was a cute girl yeah. uh, who did a nice job of acting, and her yeah. her eager friend. She seemed. Oh yeah, Tina. Somebody. Tina seemed to be somebody I recognized from somewhere. I know or she looks like someone who's probably on a lot of ABC Family shows. I don't know if you know what I mean by uh, that. Yeah, I do. But uh, <laughs> no, nothing remarkable about the fashion on that ship, other than a lot of military wear, which yes. you know. I'm sure that was easy for the costume designer. Yeah, right? she's like, I'll make 70 of these, and then mm. that will be mostly it. Yeah, uh, nothing special, but this isn't a movie about fashion. It's about the military. Um, so speaking of fashion in that time, uh, do you have any sort of opinion on 90s and 2000 fashion? <laughs> or were you like, that's not really on my radar because I was too busy raising children? Um. Well, fashion is and was important. I um, I'm glad that the I'm glad that the '90s and its pleats were around when I was thinner. Uh, when I was thinner, because what you are you talking never, about? You're yeah. under 200 pounds. <laughs> um, but I, I would I would challenge um, that that we as a family were pretty darn fashionable through Ooh. the '90s and all the way through the 2000s, and so we've we we do a pretty good job of sticking with it. Um, and your mother uh, was pretty uh, militaristic uh, about making sure we uh, got rid of our old stuff. And I'm sure that was harder for you than it was for me. So <laughs> Kathy was always very big on getting rid of the old and bringing in the new. You well, bet. did she ever go through your wardrobe and say, ah, not wearing this anymore? Uh, not only her, but you did too. <laughs> I uh, did? You, yeah. You... Um, you actually a couple two funny things on the opposite. So you guys were big on stuff I shouldn't wear. Really? But you, you also um you also one of the funnier things is that if if I asked you which shirt I should wear and you liked 
two shirts, you felt bad for the shirt that I didn't wear. Yeah, that's so that was like kind me. of a funny. You would apologize to the shirt. I'm sorry, shirt, dirty. We'll wear you. We'll sure. wear you tomorrow. Sorry, we didn't choose you. But yeah. but uh, but you guys were pretty. You guys were pretty adamant about no, no, no. So um, uh, and and when we'd go shopping, you would say, eh, "Seen it, Dad? I think you have 17 of those blue shirts already." He does so, wear a lot yeah. of blue and green because mm-hmm. if anyone listening is a redhead, you know that those are your colors. Friendly colors, yeah. Yes. But you guys were you guys were funny about when I would try to choose something you guys put up you put the kibosh on things all the time like <laughs> you know no question about it you didn't even try to um, protect my feelings you'd say no I'm not sorry I I try to be really considerate of people's feelings when it comes to fashion because I don't want anyone to think that they don't have taste you have very good taste dad I appreciate that most people at my work realize they will say hey um did your daughter or your wife pick that up for you? And I'm like, yeah, they did. As a matter of fact, they yeah, know so. uh, your family is very stylish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we're kind of wrapping up. Um, so uh, out of five stars, what would you give this movie? I'm gonna and give be this, honest. Uh, I'm going to give this movie 3.9 stars. Okay. Uh, and I would have rated it higher, but I felt that they, they, they made some of the characters a little bit inconsistent. Yes. And of course, I took 0.5 off for all the the constant eye rolling of up to six or seven kids. That well, had to- does, that as, does that just hurt your feelings in a sense? Or do you think like that's just overdone? Yes, of course. I want, I, I believe movies sometimes makes kids, make kids less uh, respectful than mm-hmm. they ever, ever are. So, and, and, and there was some overreactions there. So yes. I, de- I, I, of course, never enjoy that. I, I could never all roll my eyes at my father. If you rolled roll your eyes at your dad, you would not be here today. I wouldn't have eyes, yeah. <laughs> no. So, no, there was no eye rolling. He'd have two eye patches, and then he really would belong on a ship. You bet. Mm-hmm. You Straight think these face. kids get away with too much? Yeah, that's not just this movie. That's that's every movie where yeah. the young the young people get away with being too uh, upset about nothing. Or, yeah. or disrespectful and then yeah. of course they make parents out to be that they're not loving enough and they're not paying enough attention to the problems or not good spouses so yeah. um, it goes goes both ways i, I want to be realistic though and, and and of course know that everybody wants to wants to be heard a little bit better yeah but um i don't know if you can hear eye rolling so you should <laughs> express yourself express your disappointment respectfully it would yeah. be my would be my goal yeah on that note is there anything you want to positive messages or causes or something you feel like the world really needs to hear now it can be very silly or very meaningful? What do you have to say? Well, I think it's great to be here in the United States of America. I think that our military might is a very important thing. And I appreciate our military. That's for sure. And I appreciate our country's attitude. Um, at the same time, I don't like war. And I don't want people to fight. So come on, everybody, get along. Yeah. I also don't like it that people want to fight over religion. I think that's yeah, um, probably probably not what God ever wanted, anybody fighting in their name. But uh, people take the wrong I- idea there. So let's uh, let's just all try to get along, yeah. I think, and uh, listen to each other. Exchange dialogue instead of, uh, instead of bullets. So there yeah. you go. There's my... Yeah, mine, yeah, that's a, a very well put. I that's yep. a great message. Um, sure thing. Yeah, is there any? Do you want to promote your social media? 
<laughs> uh, no, I just want to promote my daughter's social oh, media. You. And uh, and um, and I have enjoyed hanging with you, Jana. Thank you. For this. Thanks, thanks you for too. letting uh, letting uh, your dad be a part of your your discussion today. That was fun. Of course. As I'm always. sorry it took this long for you to have your own episode, uh, but I'm extremely grateful that you did. No and, problem. Fun. Yeah, you're a very fun person. Well, I, and, hope, I uh, hope there's some nuggets in here that that will oh. make our podcast um, be something that people will say, yeah, right on. We're going to go viral. Is that what you hope? Yeah, that'd be this great. This is the that'd start of his rock career, right? That's yeah. what you well, really want. That's coming later. But no, for now, I just want you to get hits or, or oh, whatever. Oh, thank you. Likes likes or something like that uh i'll make this quick if you want to follow me i'm jenna of the 90s on instagram and youtube gcom divas on instagram and tiktok gcom divas pod at gmail.com if you want to request any moves um yeah uh i think that's about it happy almost birthday dad thank you yeah for having me a part of your show yeah thank you and uh thank you dad i love you love you too jenna and uh join us thank you i'm proud of you too Join us next time when you watch a, a Disney, Disney Channel movie. movie. Bye. Bye. Woo! Rock on. Bye. Bye.